Hello, I'm Eric Chabro of GovInfoSecurity.com, and welcome to the first of a two-part interview with retired Air Force Lieutenant General Harry Ruddigy, a former director of the Defense Information Systems Agency and now chairman for the Deloitte Center for Network Innovation. General Ruddigy co-chaired the Commission on Cybersecurity for the 44th Presidency, sponsored by the Washington Think Tank, the Center for Strategic and International Studies. The Commission report issued late last year has been highly touted by IT security leaders, including those in the Barack Obama administration. Among many of its findings, the Commission called for the creation of an Office of Cyberspace within the White House that would address information security concerns. The panel noted that information security is one of the nation's most pressing security problems. Thank you for joining us. My pleasure. You recently wrote about the state of the nation's IT infrastructure, and I quote, the stark reality is that the bad guys are winning and our nation is at risk. How at risk are government IT systems, and what exactly does that mean in how the government functions? The state of cybersecurity today is grave. When we talk about the type of damage that we are taking on a daily basis, it's actually very, very extreme, and, and we have heavy losses that we're experiencing. Just in the area of cyber crime, we, we are losing tremendous identities every day through identity uh, theft that is being sold to individuals who are taking great advantage of cyber criminal activity. In, in fact, a recent study just came out, and this is very recent, estimates about $1 trillion of intellectual property is stolen each year. And some of the people who are involved in securing the Internet today are noticing that cybercrime actually has escalated by 53% over totals from last year. So with all of this uh, activity in cyberspace, as we refer to it, there's a lot of economic espionage that's going on and also other type of military and criminal activity that's, that's progressing today on the Internet. And the Commission's number one recommendation, or at least the first one listed, says the President should state as a fundamental principle that cybersecurity is a vital asset for the nation and the U.S. will protect it by using all instruments of its national power. It's only a few weeks into his administration, but so far, are you pleased from what you heard from President Obama? Yes, he has many things on his plate today, but we have been uh, encouraged with President only being in office for less than a month uh, at this point. The fact that he has already talked about pointing a cyber visor uh, to himself and also has asked Melissa Hathaway to stay on with this administration now and perform a 60-day assessment of where we stand in the cyber uh, space arena. So I think for all that the president has on his plate today, that's a very strong indication that he has taken cyber security and cyberspace as a key national priority. The commission recommends the establishment of an office of cyberspace. How would that office function and why is it needed? We felt that all parts of our nation are involved in, in the uh, requirements of, of cybersecurity. It permeates everything we do, from, from our national security to our ability to provide emergency response, to our financial and banking institutions, and even into our personal lives. So it's really something that, is, that permeates all of our lives, whether they're in business or in our, in our personal lives or in our national security areas. So we felt that we needed to elevate the importance of cybersecurity and uh, have an oversight that was really at a higher level of our government. We have a number of activities and agencies that have key roles 
uh, on a daily basis in performing cybersecurity responsibilities. Some of those uh, agencies, the Department of Defense, the Department of Justice, the Department of Homeland Security, the FBI, the Intelligence Community Activities, Department of Commerce, all of those activities have key roles. And so someone who would orchestrate and pull all of those responsibilities and key activities together, we felt was needed at a higher level. And that's why we recommended it in the National Security Council to establish an office of cyberspace. If you could pick out a few key points from the Commission's report, what would you like to see incorporated in FISMA reform that's going on within Congress? The fact of creating awareness, really education at the, at the congressional level. Our Congress, of course, has lots of hearings. They have lots of guidance that is provided across the federal government. And I think a clearer understanding of the importance of cybersecurity and the key role that cyberspace plays in our, our nation's security and our economic well-being is, is very important. So I believe that the Congress, first off, just providing the awareness and education across all the domains that the Congress has oversight of in our federal government is a key starting place. I think also that they can be very useful in in changing uh, regulation and and laws concerning proper use of, of cyberspace. For example, the FISMA laws, which uh, right now are very much uh, geared toward compliance-based requirements, could be changed to really be more of a risk management approach. We know that criminals and, and outside activity are rampant throughout our information networks today. So when we talk about the Federal Information Systems Management Act, grading our various federal government activities, I think that we should move away from just a a checklist type of activity and more into really understanding how our information networks are being protected in an operational state. You know, of course, Congress not only enacts these regulations, they appropriate money. Commission's report notes that only two-tenths of 1% of the nation's R&D budget is earmarked for cybersecurity research. That's $300 million this fiscal year. Why do you feel that amount is inadequate? What would be a more appropriate amount, and how should it be allocated? Well, certainly the Comprehensive National Cyber Initiative of the Bush administration actually talked about $30 billion being required to initiate that that plan. And I know that at the time, Senator Obama and Senator McCain, when they campaigned, both thought that that figure might be on the low end and that more needed to be appropriated and marked for cyber initiatives and research and development. So I, I think it's a, a key requirement that we really uh, take a look with perhaps uh, this Office of Cyberspace that we have recommended creating and the Office of Science and Technology Policy that really puts together a, a, a coordinated cybersecurity R&D type, uh, type program. Certainly, there's talk now about the, the need to re-architect the Internet. We have uh, used it for years and years. We invented it. But today, it's still using 1970s and 80s core protocols. So that's something that uh, certainly for economic well-being, for benefit of our our nation and the world, and creation of uh, great uh, technological-type jobs uh, could be an area that we could look at as far as increased R&D and benefits to our nation and our world. You've written, and I quote, we must strive to create a cyber culture where cybersecurity becomes institutionalized and paramount in a rapidly changing information technology environment. 
our site, GovInfoSecurity.com, is aimed at serving those in government responsible for implementing and managing information security and protecting employee and, and citizens' privacy. How do you see their jobs changing as cybersecurity becomes more institutionalized? In my career, uh, I have noticed quite a change in in uh, the cyber area. Prior to 1998, goodness, I guess that's just mere 10 years ago, there was really an ignorance, and I would call it an, 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 an era of ignorance, about uh, the use of the Internet and cybersecurity and, and all that was uh, uh, that was going to uh, develop over the years. We then went kind of uh, after 1998 into a, a phase uh, for about for about a five-year period, I would estimate, of awareness. We could see that now there was going to be uses of the Internet that were certainly wonderful, but then there were also things that were going to uh, be uh, less desirable and in the area of, of, of fraud and espionage and, and bad use of the, uh, of the Internet. We went into kind of a phase three, what I call an actualization phase, and I think that's where we, we are today, where the uh, Comprehensive National Cyber Initiative that was, uh, that was initiated uh, a year ago changes to some laws, specifically the Identity Theft Enforcement and uh, Restitution Act, and even this commission that was put together by the, by the Center for Strategic and International Studies, which uh, I, I took part in, realized the importance of cyberspace and, and the growing demands and, and needs for cybersecurity. We really have gotten to a point in time where I believe we need to move into a, a fourth phase, and that is creating a cyber mindset. And, and that is really where we're, we're transforming our government and our industry and our personal lives to really be aware of uh, the great uses of cyberspace, but also the great vulnerabilities and, and challenges of cyberspace. I would say that in cyberspace, opportunity is is really abundant. Mistakes are unforgiving, and sympathy is non-existent today. So back to the government and, and the way it can function in this fourth phase of cyber mindset. What has to be done to help government employees develop this mindset? This is why we are recommending in our Cyber Commission report the creation of a an individual that advises the president and has the ear of the president and from all indications President Obama is going to follow through with that recommendation of, of the commission and also his thought patterns uh, in the past on that I think it's very important that we elevate this to to a, a national uh, level priority very important that that be realized and I think president stating that cyberspace is vital to our national well-being is is key. Also, the fact that this this position could uh, have tremendous influence and impact uh, over the entire federal government, and not just in one piece or another, or different federal activities take on uh, different levels of impact and awareness uh, of, of this need. I think that a coordinator, an advisor to the president, can bring more stability and long-term education and awareness across our entire government and make all government employees more aware and educated on becoming better cyber users and, and create this cyber mindset that uh, I think is critical for our nation's well-being. Next time, in part two of our interview, General Rudicke will reveal who he feels should be in charge of each agency's IT security, and he'll share his thoughts on the government furnishing workers with the latest technology tools while balancing that with providing them a secure IT environment to work in. For GovInfoSecurity.com, I'm Eric Chabro. Thanks for listening.